I'd rather make five thousand on a deal than no deal because my ego wants to make twenty thousand. Ah, right. Okay. So okay. I like to work with the seller, and if I can make them happy, they also bring me referrals. Hmm. So you might make five thousand on this deal, but that referral, yeah. you might make twenty thousand. What name of this show? I talk great. I talk great. Is your hair thinning and not growing back to its fullest potential? Well, let me refer you to the Action Hair Care products, right? Angie and her daughter, Allie, has 21 plus years of experience and they specialize in hair growth products, customized hair color, deep moisturizing treatments, and updated hair care routines that are natural and cruelty free. So if you don't want to end up like me, let me tell you what you do. They're going to promise to give you the best experience for full potential for hair growth, right? So get your papers and pens out right now, and I need you to head over to www.actionhaircareproducts.com. I'm going to say it again, www.actionhaircareproducts.com. And if you're local and you're in the area, you can head over to Deco Drive Beauty Supply in Miramar Parkway, Florida. Also, L.A. Beauty Supply in North Lauderdale, Florida. White Diamonds Beauty in Fort Pierce. So if you're in that area, head out there to White Diamonds Beauty. And Glam's Beauty Supplies in Port St. Lucie. So let them know Mr. Williams from I Talk Gray sent you. Now back to the episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams, I Talk Gray, where we talk about the gray areas of business because it's never just black and white. I got my man, Eli, in the building. What's yeah. going on, brother? Yes, sir. I'm feeling great. How you doing? I'm doing excellent, man. The book of Eli. We in the building. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, you drove all the way from Tampa? Yep, from Tampa, Florida. Today? Nah, not today. Uh, oh, okay. You was already down here. Yeah. I went to the Brent Fires concert. Okay. How yeah. was that? It was lit. It was lit. I went to the Brent and then Bryson Tiller. It was at Live. Okay. So we went there too. Okay, you was lit, huh? Yeah, it's a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask you how your week was, but yeah, you was doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Man, it's nice to get up with you. I saw you at the Better Way Conference. Yes, sir. Saw you shining out there, my guy. <laughs> yeah. How was that moment for you when you got on stage? Because I didn't know you was going to be on stage. I thought mm-hmm. you was just doing your thing as a vendor. But how did that whole thing play out for you? Uh, it actually went really, really, really good. You mm-hmm. know, it was my first time on stage, so I was like extremely nervous. And okay. then I was on a panelist uh, with a lot of people that I actually looked up to in yeah. real estate. So it was like, wow, it was one of those moments. It was like a surreal moment. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm with the people that I used to watch and follow and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I gave some great game, mm-hmm. uh, met a lot of people, and then a lot of people, they resonated with my story Okay, and came up to me after, and then a couple people bought into my programs. Okay. Now, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Man, so, all right. But how did you make that happen? Like, walk us through, like, how did you even get that opportunity to even be on stage outside of just a vendor? Yeah. So, honestly, it's just posting content and being consistent. Mm -hmm. So, when you posting content and you're doing it consistently, other people notice. Okay. So, you know, I land flip. So, you know, posting content, posting deals, it got me that opportunity to be on stage. Mm. Okay. 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 So, let's take it back a little bit. You from Shaolin. Yes, sir. Staten Island, (laughs) NYC in the building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm from New York, too, originally. What part? Queens. Okay, yeah, Queens yeah, get yeah. the money. You know what I'm saying? Dollar, <laughs> dollar bill. You know what I mean? So what, okay, Staten Island, how yeah. you get over here? 
Yeah, so uh so I came over here for real estate. So back in 2019, the end of 2019. Really? Yeah. Okay. I seen this dude on podcast mm-hmm. talk about how he made 300,000 in one year okay. wholesaling real estate. So I hit him up. He said move down to Tampa. You know, in New York, you don't need a car, right? So no, my thanks. mom, she gave me her car and I drove down to Tampa. What? And that's what got me into like Tampa and Florida. Okay, just like that. So what so what were you doing in Staten Island? You, you so you finished school up there and everything. What were you doing there? Yeah, so a little bit before that I was playing uh professional basketball. So I was in Well, you was, was balling like that? Yeah, yeah. You say professional. <laughs> you, what do you mean? You play I mean Knicks? at a at a low lower level, you okay. know, overseas. I was in El Salvador. Then I came back, played semi-professional in Pennsylvania. What? You was in El Hold on, this man going hold on. You was in El Salvador. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, they're How'd a real you- country. That's great. So, so you was nice in school then? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. College. We won a championship. I went to a D3, but, you know, I okay. put up numbers, you know, had a couple buzz. So that's this what landed me This man was balling. Yeah. Okay. So skip to my loot. <laughs> okay. Okay. So hold on. So why don't you, uh, all right. Why didn't you go down that path? Like what happened? Mm, so while in El Salvador, you know, it's a third world country. Yeah. 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 You know, it. It was a lot different. You know, when you hear overseas growing Mm -hmm. up, you think of, you know, Europe, China, like they're living great, right? But it was completely different. So I kind of lost the passion for the game around that time. Really? Uh, And then I had to, you know, pivot, right? So when I got back- You caught up with no Latinas? Uh-huh. You, didn't caught, you didn't get caught up with no Latinas over there? Oh, nah, 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 nah. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually just in the crib. So okay. it would go from practice in the crib because in El Salvador, people walk around with shotguns. Like, yeah, MS-13s what? is over there. So I was straight after practice, straight into, you know, where I was staying at. Mm. Yeah. So it was a completely different experience. So that's when, you know, I had to make a pivot. So I started looking up YouTube videos, Googling how to be a million, how to become a millionaire. Yeah. And that's when I came across the wholesaling real estate space. But okay, so you said you lost the passion. What 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 made you lose the passion? Would you like did you start to drop in your your game? Did your game fall off? Like how you just nah, lose the passion? So honestly, you know, I always wanted to be rich. You know, I always wanted to have money. Mm-hmm. So in terms of basketball, I wasn't getting paid that much. Mm. Uh and then, you know, you once you over there, it's not like you have scouts from Europe or NBA or G League contacting you. So okay. I didn't see like real future okay. with basketball okay. uh, long term. So yeah. I had to make a decision. So and you would have had to more so like promote yourself to bring the coaches to you or, or to bring the awareness to your game. You would have had to do all of that versus them coming to see you and stuff like that. Exactly. Uh-huh. And then to me, long term, it's just not beneficial, right? I had a couple people that was over there wow. that was like 35, 37, and they're still, you know, going through that same cycle. Of, really? Yeah. So Damn. I was like, I don't see myself doing How that. How old were you at that time? I was probably 23, 24 at that oh, time. Yep. Okay. 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 Did that make you feel any kind of way like, man, I got to give up? Nah, not really. Because okay. honestly, you know, the hustle from basketball, the grind. Mm-hmm. I knew I could translate it into anything I put my mind to. Okay. So, so you built I up didn't a strong really, work ethic. Yeah. So I didn't really feel down or anything. Now it's like, okay, now I'm trying to get money. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, what I'm trying to get money now. Yeah. Now nah, I feel you. Okay. Okay. So now you're in Tampa, right? Tampa ain't really nothing popping over there. You know what I'm saying? Like I got an uncle that be in Tampa, you know, but proximity, 
But what made you say, yo, I'm staying in Tampa? Nah, so Tampa to me is lit. You know, you get... Okay. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's not Miami, right? Yeah. But it's still beautiful like Miami. Okay. You know, and then I don't want to be where it's like too, too lit because I want to stay focused too. Mm. So I feel like you could get the best of both worlds. You could be inside and still have a great time, but you could also go outside and have yeah. a great time. So it's to me, it's the best of both worlds. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So I heard you say that um, you you wanted a, you want a luxurious, luxurious lifestyle, right? Yeah. Um, so what did you experience that made you feel like that? So when I moved to Tampa, you know, I was living in a room, uh, paying 500 a month for rent. But the dude I was working for, Dan Green, mm-hmm. he was living in a penthouse on the water with two jet skis that he could see and he could go on at any time. Mm. And that to me was like, you know, I got to do something like this or yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. You know, once you experience something, it's no going back to like regular. Yeah. So being around him, seeing that lifestyle, it was like, this is what I want as well for myself. Mm, okay, okay. So what makes you courageous in the moments of fear? Whew, what makes you courageous in the moment of fear? I say, you know, just doing whatever you fear. That's the only way you're going to get that courage, you yeah. know, and everything is like a skill. It's a, a like a muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So the more times you feel fear and the more times you attack that fear, mm-hmm. that's how you build courage mm-hmm. and the courageous. Okay. So you, you also said when you saw the guy's lifestyle, right, you wanted to live like that. Mm-hmm. But at that time, did you, did you feel like you had the character in order to live like that? Or did you have to build character at that time? So I feel like I had to build the character, mm-hmm. right? So I had to have the discipline because I seen his discipline, Yeah, right? He wakes up early in the morning, you know, mm. he reads books. So these are the same characteristics I had to implement myself mm-hmm. so I could live that type of lifestyle. Okay. And, you know, make cold calls, uh, practice the script. Yeah, You yeah. know, he used to have me... Uh, when I was watching him making cold calls, record him. And then once I got home, I'll practice the same recording mm-hmm. in the mirror, you know, over and over for 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know, repeating the same statements that he was saying earlier. So okay. it's those same characteristics. Yeah, you have to build that up first. Okay, so he was building your reps up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right, yeah, all right. It's just like basketball, right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, practice yeah. your hand, you practice your jump shot. Facts, facts. Right? It's the same thing with real estate. Okay. So who else? would you say influenced you in the real estate space? Influenced me? Oh, it's been a couple. You know, Brent Daniels, shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, real Estate Diddy, Pace Morby, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Bruce. It's, it's, it's so many, you know, yeah. seeing their stories. Because with real estate, you could start with little to nothing, right? You don't need that much cash. You don't need no credit. people say that a lot. <laughs> is that... It, 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 is that not cap or nah, it's how, not. how true is that? I mean, I thought it was cap too, but uh-huh. you know, my first deal out here, I had like $50 to my name, right? I got a deal driving for dollars and driving for dollars is driving around your local neighborhoods looking for rundown houses. Okay. So I seen a rundown house, uh, you know, I took the address, wrote it down, Yeah. Googled the seller's name 
And our True People Search to get their phone number. It's a website where you could get people's phone numbers. True People Search? TruePeopleSearch.com. Damn, okay. That's how Called her up. What? She was interested in selling and because she inherited the property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I made 14000 on that deal without what? spending a dime. Yup. 14 bands? 14 bands. Damn. And it was a game changer because now it felt like, oh, snap. All I have to do is repeat this process yeah. over and over again. And that's exactly what I did. Okay, so like, walk us through that process though. Mm -hmm. How does how does something like that, how does somebody else like myself would make that happen? Yeah, so I would say, you know, in your spare time, mm -hmm. once you get off work, mm -hmm. you know, drive around your local neighborhoods, look for these rundown houses, right? Mm -hmm. So now every house you see, you write down the address, and then later that night or at the end of the week, you go to True People Search and you call every single house owner, you know, call them up. Ask them if they want to sell. Now, if you don't know what to offer them, you could go to Zillow, uh, check out the Zestimate. And I like to, at this time, I was offering like 40% of that Zestimate number mm -hmm. on Zillow. So now if they agree to that price, you could definitely sell that deal. So that's something that I was doing uh, when I moved down to Florida. Okay. So who were you? I know you mentioned it. But uh, I think it went over to Baldy. Um, who were you? Where were you getting all this game from? Because you ain't just know. You ain't just come from here, from from Staten, and come here and just know how to do all of that. Like, so where were where were you at? Where, were you working somewhere at this time to learn all of this, or, or was all this just YouTube University? So YouTube, and that's a great question, right? Uh, YouTube, but also going to meetups. So when I got down here, I'm naturally an introvert, right? I don't okay. really like meeting a lot of people, mm -hmm. but I knew I had to get uncomfortable, right? I had to build okay. that character, like you said earlier. Yeah, yeah. So I started going to meetups. At these meetups, this is where I'm meeting different people uh, that were wholesaling real estate. Okay. So they was giving out free tips. These meetups mm -hmm. is free. Yes. Okay. So go to meetup.com and they was just giving out. Oh, so that's out. actually a... a, a a site, meetup.com. Yep, oh, I'm app. thinking you just throwing out some, just meet up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's what I was doing. I would go to, I would go on the uh, app, mm -hmm. meetup.com, type in wholesaling real estate. Okay. And then they will show, pop up all these free meetups. And mm -hmm. that's what I was doing every weekend. Instead of going out, partying, drinking, yeah. I was going to these meetups, getting yeah. these free games, networking, meeting buyers. Okay. Yep. And that's how I started getting the flow of things. Wow. Okay. So, so you didn't have to get your real estate license or nothing. Nope. I tried to too, and I failed the test. But For real? I'm actually kind of happy I failed the test because I feel like that, that would have made me make a pivot. Mm -hmm. I'd rather this took space. You down another direction. Exactly. Okay. So you never worked under anyone before you got started. Yeah. So I worked under Dan for a little bit. Okay. Uh, for I would probably say around three weeks to a month. Is your revenue stuck? If you're an entrepreneur and your revenue is stuck, you don't need to fix your products or services. You need new audiences to discover you more consistently. Podcast guesting is an ideal way to be discovered 24 hours a day by your ideal clients. And guess what? The more people that know you, the more people can flow you. Head over to podcastmasterypack.com and take advantage of your first or next podcast. Let's go. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams. I talk gray. Well, we talk about the gray areas of business because it's never just black and white. I'm here with my dog, Eli. Eli. How we doing? Is Eli? Eli, what is it really? So, uh, born and raised Eli, but Eli became Elijah when I was an undergrad. 
and then Elijah became Ja. And then while I was an undergrad, I started managing artists. Uh-huh. So hence the name, the manager on Instagram. Oh, manager, yeah. Ja guide. Yeah, exactly. Hold on, so you, what do you mean it became? Is, is, is that your governmental name? No, no, it's not. So, so Muggs so was just calling you e- Elijah? Yeah, no. So she'll call me Eli or E, but my boys normally call me Ja. Okay, okay, all yeah. right. Ja guide. Yeah, right. exactly. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Man, you know, I ain't even gonna front. So we was at the podcast summit, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, trying to find something to eat. You know, my guy Jerry actually told me to come and sit with you guys. You know, we was trying to order some food. You know, we ain't get the damn food. You know, but, <laughs> yeah, no, we did it. <laughs> yeah, we did but it. you know, at least we got it for free. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you know they were trying to charge us for. What it was, the brunch? Uh, they were trying to charge us for the entrees when all we got was some fruit and some coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, nah. It was like $60 for the brunch. I'm like, we not paying that. Nope. And you was telling me something. Yep. You got an event coming up. Oh, yeah. It it sounded good, you know, but I was like, man, I got to get you to talk about it for the people. For sure. Give us a little rundown. Okay. So the event we're hosting is October 19th at SoFi Stadium. Uh-huh. We're renting out the entire stadium for the launch of our platform, which I'll get into in a second. Yeah. It's called Fantext AI. Okay. So for the event, we are, you know, the uh, the suites, the boxes that people rent at the games? Mm-hmm. So we're actually turning those into podcast suites. So we have wow. 18 podcast suites. We're going to have 400 plus influencers, talent, celebrities, and attendants. So what? they'll go around to each podcast, yeah. get featured on them. We have all access passes to the field, the locker room, wait for it, the $100 million infinity screen, 15 seconds on loop, your face, your brand on the biggest stage in the game. I thought Gray going to be on the biggest stage in the game? Yes, sir. Yeah. Damn. Yo, I like how that sounds so far. Okay, so you say influencers, right? Mm -hmm. Who are we talking about? Can you disclose that now? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, first I'll talk about the platform and the different verticals. That okay. We're after. Yes, yes. So um, the platform is called Fantext AI. Fantext AI. Okay. It's the first ever text based subscription platform that's mm. supported by AI. Okay. And I say supported because it really is going to be the talent, uh, the influencers, celebrities, artists, athletes to be the ones that are talking to their fans one on one via text message. Mm-hmm. But we built these silos so we can scrape your social media any online data to kind of jumpstart the AI into replicating your personality. Okay. And then over time, it'll master your personality the more that you engage with your fans. Yeah. So that way, when you have hundreds of thousands, millions of subscribers all texting you at once, Mm -hmm. you can give them that instant engagement that they're all looking for in your tone of voice, same lingo, how you say things. Wow. So yeah, it's going to help talent scale their fan bases. And it was actually originally designed for... uh, sports handicappers to be giving out their sports betting picks to all yeah. their fans. Yeah. And then we were like, shit, there's so many other people that could use this. Wow. So we started talking to Mike Tyson, Tom Brady, uh, Derek Fay, so real estate entrepreneurs, because it's not just going to be the future of fan engagement. Okay. It's going to be the future of how mentors teach their mentees. Because mm. for me, so I signed up for an affiliate marketing course online. Okay. And... There's a reason why statistically only 7% of people in the world, when they sign up for a course, actually Mm -hmm. complete it. And that's because most people like myself, I was in the midst of law school, a startup, getting my real estate license. Mm -hmm. So it was a side hustle on top of my side hustles. Ah, So it's hard for people. Yeah. So it's hard for people to dedicate some time 
in their busy days to watch an hour long video. Yeah, yeah. And then they give you a personal coach. Mm -hmm. But for me, I had one quick question about that hour long video. Mm -hmm. The guy's busy for three days. So I wait three days to get this question answered. So now imagine if I had that course, that affiliate marketing professional, the real estate professional, yeah. the uh, fitness influencer, that they could do drip campaigns, send me 90 second videos where mm. while I'm in my busy course of the day, yeah. it acts as a reminder, complete this step, do this. And there's a wow. reason. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why YouTube shorts, TikToks, and all that have become so successful. It's because people have short attention spans. No facts. Yeah. 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 So yeah. now instead of me watching an hour long video, it's a quick 90 seconds. I can take notes while I'm at work. Mm -hmm. If I have a question, I can ask the talent and get it answered right away. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like having access to your coach. Yes. Yeah. Personal coach. Tip. Yeah. Yeah. It's either personal access to a coach or to your favorite talent where you can build that one-to-one -one relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so when you said you, uh, it, it's, it's being personalized, like from your voice, is it your voice or is it texting? It's texting, but you can also do voice note up to 90 seconds, uh, video up to 90 seconds mm -hmm. and pictures. So people are going to send their morning, morning motivational videos or texts. Uh, uh, and then throughout the day, let's say it's a fitness influencer. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your breakfast meal, the recipe, how to prep it, your Monday workout routine, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Or if it's steps, here's step one to making money online or to become a real estate agent. And then they do the drip campaign throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month. Wow. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So is the, is the app already functional and up and running? So it's technically not an app. Um, okay. As a fan, you're just going to be receiving text messages like you receive text messages from anyone, mm. which is why it's so great because uh, are you familiar with Discord and Telegram? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. So some of the advantages that we offer as opposed to Discord and Telegram mm -hmm. is, so for Discord and Telegram, a lot of these mentors that have you sign up, they don't even allow fans to reply. No, that's true. Yeah. I've been so, seeing that sometimes. Yeah. So that's one. And right now for the beta version, mm -hmm. we're, we're charging $2 per reply from fans, but at least they have a chance to reply. Yeah. And then on top of that, when I was at the Better Way conference, um, somebody asked a great question in the stands. They asked uh, the person who was speaking, how did you build your relationship with your mentor? Mm. And he was like, I went to an event and rather than throwing the entire kitchen sink at him, I introduced myself, told him what I was about. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let me pay you for your time because people have to stop expecting that they're going to get value for free. Yeah. So yeah. He ended up paying the guy a thousand dollars for an hour of his time. So now instead of $1,000 for an hour, you're paying $2 to get your question across or for the smart fans that take advantage yeah. of it, send your pitch, send your startup project. Yeah, yeah. If you're an artist as a fan, send your song. If you're a producer, send okay. your beat, yeah, yeah, put yeah, that yeah. in front of them. And then rather than it getting lost in the DMs, yeah, facts. they're going to give it the time, the attention it deserves. And then rather than Discord and Telegram where your texts are getting lost amongst all the other text messages, yeah, yeah. they're actually going to see this. And you'll have your notifications turned on because I turned mine off for Discord. It's too much <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, no, fact, fact. So you're going to see the notification from your talent and vice versa. The talent's uh -huh. going to see it from the fan. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say things like, let me pick your brain. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, bro, <laughs> time is money here. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. can just pick my brain. If you want to mm -hmm. set up a consultation, now we can go ahead and do that. Yeah. Okay, so wh wh when is it going to be ready to launch? 
So we just launched our first community okay. uh, this past week, mm-hmm. and we're slowly rolling out some more. The website goes live uh, next week. Mm-hmm. So right now, that community, you can subscribe to it just by them posting on social media, text, join me at this number, which we give you. Yeah. So we're uh, currently in the process of buying Miami area codes, so 305, mm-hmm. 818 area codes, a whole bunch. Yeah. So that way, it's really going to not just feel like they're talking to their talent because they are and we want it to look that way feel that way but it's not going to be like some spammy 888 number or anything like that yeah 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 yeah. okay so you want it to have more of like a an organic feel Mm -hmm. yeah okay okay yeah and we want from the time that they sign up from next week Mm -hmm. until the event october 19th which is our official launch event yeah for the talent that's in attendance Uh to have a great sample size of what they've been using the platform for how it's helped them monetize their brand, their name, their following, all that, different giveaway ideas, which I'll get to in a second, um, and how the fans are actually making money by inviting other fans. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's not like no pyramid scheme. Nope. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So uh, two technologies on top of the AI, which is awesome. Uh uh, We have the Oracle technology. Mm. So the Oracle randomizes the uh, the talent subscribers. Mm-hmm. So think of it as the Oracle turns every subscriber's phone number into a theoretical lottery ticket. Okay. So every month it chooses one, two, or three. The talent gets to decide mm-hmm. how many fans win. And what they win is up to the talent. Mm. So we have artists giving away artwork, concert tickets, what? athletes giving away Super Bowl tickets, signed jerseys, okay. entrepreneurs, real estate investors giving away cash prizes, yeah, yeah. luxury watches, yacht days. Yeah, we, we got OnlyFans girls giving what? away meetups yeah okay. bring your friends on a yacht with me and my friends yeah 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 so that's it's pretty cool awesome bro mm-hmm. you said you was at the better way i was there too yeah i was I'm like man i know you look familiar from somewhere because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i was there as well okay so the actual event mm-hmm. that's going to be the opening for the uh you said it's not an app so mm-hmm. what are you calling it so it's a it's a text based subscription platform. Okay, text based yeah. subscription platform. Yeah. So okay. the talent they'll have a back end app mm-hmm. that they use, but mm-hmm. as the fan, all is it's it... going to look like is you're receiving a text message from your number one guy. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Especially for the younger fans, that's going to do like a big difference to their yeah. motivation, how they feel, how they're inspired. Um, like one thing that got me really inspired mm-hmm. is at the Better Way conference. Mm-hmm. I was always a firm believer in this project from yeah. the jump. But I'm not lying to you. Every single person that we talked to was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is when you was telling me it, it was going yeah. over to Baldy, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, it was processing. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. yo, I had to tell yeah. my guy, Rich, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he knows how to analyze things real great. But yep. I was like, man, this sounds like a wonderful opportunity. Man, yo, guys, this sounds like a great opportunity. If you're a podcaster, you're trying to get down with this. Yo, you definitely got to follow with this guy. Let everybody know, like, where they can find you at. So you can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. at the manager underscore <laughs> and just shoot me a DM. Um, I'm real good at responding or comment on any of my stuff. I'll get to you or you can email me at et at fantextai.com. I didn't have the best uh, sales experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he we parted ways, but I got all the information, all the knowledge and the process to do it myself. Okay, so he kicked you to the curb because he felt like you was <laughs> you was trash or whatever. Not kicked me to the curb, but 
he still kind of mentored me as well. Okay. So whatever questions I had, you know, he would answer. If I needed mm-hmm. help with anything, speaking to the seller, he mm-hmm. would help me as well. Which, so 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 why you think y'all parted ways then? Yeah, because I wasn't good on the phone. Oh, I was so it was more up. business, not personal. He not was personal. Like, Yo, yeah, not good for business, bro. But I don't mind giving you some game still if you want it. Yeah, honestly, if I was him, I'd have kicked me out earlier, to be honest. <laughs> like, that's how many deals, you know, I was like- So you was up. fumbling the deals? I was fumbling. Damn. You know, a lot of people see me now like, oh, how you do? Nah, I suck. I suck. I was scared speaking to sellers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't even like growing up, I didn't even like calling, ordering food, delivering food, <laughs> like picking up the phone. So, yeah. you know, with the reps, I got better and better. Okay. And then once, you know, I got that first 14,000, I ain't look back. Yeah. So, but, okay. So when he said, okay, we got to part ways, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't kick you to the curb, right? Did that make you feel any type of way when he had to cut the, you know what I'm saying, the business ties? So my thing is, I love when things like that happen. I love when, I'm not saying he doubted me or anything, mm-hmm. but I, I put that like that. Did you, you know that inter- in the moment though, or did you? Are, are, are you self reflecting now? No, so I knew it in the moment. Okay, because I'm I'm messing up the calls, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. I know I'm doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I needed that to happen because that motivated me. Mm. It was like I didn't take no offense to it, but it was yeah. like, oh, now I'm gonna go off. Yeah, and then you're gonna see what I create. Yeah, 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 and that's what happened. So would you say now that you're the man now, right? Did you ever feel like you and Dan, you know what I'm saying? Dan, right? Yeah. Did you ever feel like y'all were ever at a point where y'all may be competitors? It's crazy because we actually did compete on one deal. Really? Yeah. Uh, that I actually got, I made 15000 on it. Tell us about that. Yeah. So this is at the time when I was wholesaling houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was driving for dollars. Okay. Right. I got that first fourteen thousand. Mm-hmm. I drove Sarasota, so I used to drive around everywhere in Tampa. So Newport Ritchie, Lakeland, uh, Dade City. So now I go down St. Petersburg, uh, Sarasota. So I see that rundown house again, and this is one of his best markets. So he was already speaking to the seller. So me, him, and a friend of mine, Janata, we all go out to dinner. And we're talking about a couple of deals that we're working on. And he was just telling me, he was like, yeah, I had this deal in Sarasota. Uh, I was going to make, I think, twenty or 30000 on. Mm-hmm. But the seller, I guess somebody offered her a little bit more. Okay. So now we're speaking and I'm like, oh, snap, that was me. And, you know, he ain't take no uh, offense to her or anything like that because it's part of the business. Yeah, and yeah. And I actually ended up getting that deal and made 15000 on it. Wow, yep. 15 bands. 15 bands. You know, I, I was reading the um, the 48 Laws of Power, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, the, one of the laws in there is never outshine the master. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you outshine the master a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it happens, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's like where Kobe and Jordan played against each other. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Kobe was giving Jordan some buckets too. So no, it facts. happens. So do you think... It brings any tension in the relationship when you kind of doing better than the the teacher. Oh, uh, well, shout out to Dan because I don't think I'm doing better than him. He's still okay. doing great himself. Okay, uh, but honestly, it depends on the person. Because mm-hmm. a lot of my students right now, you know, I have 
students that may have better months than me. Okay. Right. Or better quarters than me. Mm-hmm. I don't feel no type of way about it. I actually love to see that. Yeah. I love to see somebody that I taught the game or gave game to and they're excelling at it. Mm. So it depends on the person. Okay, 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 okay. So I definitely feel where you're coming from. You gotta have that abundant type of mindset. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you can attract, you know what I mean, better for yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you started off with wholesaling houses, right? Mm-hmm. What made you say, yo, let me go do land now? Yeah, so remember the circle I was telling you about the meetups. The meetups, okay. Right, so I got acquainted with a couple friends. Shout mm-hmm. out to, they was on your podcast, actually, uh, DeAndre and Jeff. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, the land shout flippers. out to them. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. yeah, 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 them boys going uh, crazy. Miss Derby as well. Okay. So they were all doing land. Mm-hmm. And then at the time, I was getting success at houses. So, but I was closing one house, probably making fifteen to twenty thousand, mm-hmm. right? They were closing like six or eight land deals. Mm. So, you know, seeing me close one deal, but them getting deals back to back with checks, yeah, that intrigued me, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Then at the end of the year, this is around COVID 2020, mm-hmm. uh, I went a month without closing a deal. Damn. And I got got nervous. I'm like, you know, I'm probably have to make a pivot. So that's when I Switched over to the land space. Uh, I had a deal in my pipeline already, mm-hmm. but I used to pass over all the land deals, right? Mm. I hit them up, asked them if this was a deal. They said yes. I found a builder that next day. I made 6000 in probably like two weeks. And then from wow. that point, I haven't looked back. Okay. Like, yeah, I could even go to sleep after that point because to me, land was... 10 times easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with the houses, I would have to drive to the house, see the seller face-to-face. Mm. You know, I have under 100000 in my account, but I'm telling them I'm buying a $200,000 house yeah, with yeah, cash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, it kind of felt unease. <laughs> yeah. But with land, everything was different. Everything was virtual. You know, okay. phone and laptop. I just have to make calls. And then with the land, there's no house, right? So the conversations is 10 times easier. So it was literally like deals back to back. I was getting like three or four a week. Wow. You know, and these deals is ranging from five to fifteen thousand. So Okay. Yeah, that's it's been a game changer. That man eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, man. I like to hear that. So you said you were you went like a whole month one time without mm-hmm. closing a deal. So what was you doing? I, I, what was you doing at that time? Yeah, so I was wholesaling houses and then No, I mean in in the months where you weren't Right, making no bread. How were you like staying afloat? Did you have another job? Were you into something that kept you afloat? Nah. So with the houses, you know, I was closing one deal a month, right? Mm-hmm. And these deals was ranging from ten to twenty. Mm-hmm. So I could miss a month, two or three, okay, okay. and not really worry. Okay. Uh, it was just more so like seeing others close multiple deals, yeah, within a different niche mm-hmm. that they're saying is easier. Mm-hmm. It just made it make sense to you know make that pivot. And okay. try it myself. Okay. So if anybody's trying to start out in wholesaling, you would more recommend land versus- Land to me- Real estate, like houses. Yes. Land is the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the same thing with real estate. Mm. You know, houses, you you start off, you're going to spend a lot of money. Yeah. You might lose a lot of money, mm-hmm. but you can make it back if you stick with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With land, it's very similar, but you're not going to spend as much which gives you more of an opportunity to make money. And then you don't have to stay with land. 
it's the same process. You know, you're signing contracts yeah. with land and houses. Mm -hmm. So I say if you start off with land and you get good at that, you could eventually start doing different things as well. Because okay. there's many different niches within real estate. It's many different niches within land yeah. as well. Really? Yeah. What are some of the different niches with land? So you could do acres of land. You could do seller financing. Uh, you could do lease options. Mm -hmm. You could build, you know, development with land. Okay. So there's many different things you could do. So which one sticks out more for you? So with me and what I focus on and what I tell my students to focus on is infill scattered lots. Mm. You know, lots. Infill scattered lots. Yep. Okay. Lots in these newly developed communities that mm -hmm. aren't built yet. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, usually the outskirts of big metropolitan cities, mm -hmm. the suburbs, mm -hmm. is where builders is looking for. And they're going to build on the land and then sell the house, you know, on the market. Okay. So walk us through a deal with one of your uh, vacant lots. Mm -hmm. Walk us through a deal. Like, walk us through that process, like, from start to finish. Yeah, so I, I got a deal right now. Mm -hmm. Actually, in New Mexico, I'm about to make- uh, New Mexico. Yeah, never been out there. Never even got close to being out there, okay. right? Hey, uh, just pasa? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually seen this area on Zillow. Okay. Right? I seen that multiple lots were selling in this area. And that's usually one of the strategies I use uh, before joining a market. Mm-hmm. So then after I seen the area, that's when I go to PropStream.com and I create a list of vacant land owners. PropStream.com. PropStream.com. Prop or pop? Prop. Oh, prop. Okay, okay. Yeah. Prop. Yep. So I create a list of vacant land owners mm -hmm. and a list of builders. So I contacted some builders, got a couple builders. Uh, they gave me their price range. Where you getting the builders from? Uh, PropStream. Oh, so it's the same. Okay. Yeah. Right. So PropStream to me is like an all-in-one service in uh. terms of you could get vacant land owners, you could find builders, you could do comparable lots, so you could run your numbers on PropStream. Yo, write that down. Yeah. I got a seven-day free trial uh, in the link in my bio okay. on Instagram. But yeah, so I contacted, I contacted a couple builders, contacted a couple vacant land owners, mm -hmm. uh, got the builder's price point. So once I got the builder's price point, so my builder, he was paying 30000 in this area, right? All I was doing was offering- 30000 for lots? Yeah, 30000 for lots. Wow. So if I find something for under 30000 mm -hmm. he will buy it. Mm. So I just offer everybody 20000 right? Okay. So I got this one lady. Uh, she actually gave me her price first. She says all she wanted was 10000 for it. And this is through text messages. So I never even spoke to the lady as well. Wow. So that's the one thing I love about this business too, just real estate in general. You don't, I mean, it's better to get on the phone and speak to these people. Yeah, yeah, But if yeah. you're an introvert, you could close a lot of deals without speaking to anybody. Yeah, but okay. But what made, what do you think made her trust you in that way? What, what, what did you have set up for yourself? Like how did you present yourself to her to where she would even have this kind of transaction with you via text. Yeah, I like to tell people like the first thing they do, you know, after tapping in with me and mm -hmm. my programs is mm -hmm. to study the script. Mm -hmm. Because once you understand the language mm -hmm. of land and real estate, it makes it so much easier to do business with you. Yeah. Because whenever they do have questions, you can answer it right on the spot. Mm -hmm. So 
that's what I was doing. Whatever questions she would ask, like, you know, how'd you get my number or what's the closing process? Okay. I could answer that right away mm-hmm. to the point where she feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now, if they don't feel comfortable, I do have extra layers of protection. For example, I have a website. Okay. I'll give them the title company's information, mm-hmm. uh, the one that the company that closes the transaction. And, you know, I'll give them the That's sellers. The title company. Yeah. Okay. I'll give the sellers the closing agent's number mm. and let them know you can reach out to her if you have any questions. Or I will call the closing agent and ask her to contact the seller for me on my behalf and just let her know that, you know, you guys are official and we could close out this transaction. Okay. So what kind of conversation are you having with the buyer versus the seller? Yeah, so with the buyer, it's fairly simple uh, okay. because they need us, right? They f- want to mm. focus on building. Uh, we focus on finding them deals. So with the okay. buyers, I just present myself off as a wholesaler and I could find them uh, multiple lots in this area that they're building in uh, for a discounted price. Mm-hmm. You hear that, you could get something on a discount, you immediately yeah. <laughs> going to be happy and want to have a conversation, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tell people to lead with value. Right. Come off as how I can help you help me instead of, you know, how can I make money, you know, on every deal. Right. No so I, I like to help them first okay. or at least let them know that I can help them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. OK. No, I like that. Lead with value. Lead with value. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you're leading with that, then they'll be able to see your value as well because you already did your due diligence and now you're leading your value towards them. You see what I'm saying? So, okay. But what would make a builder say, yo, because you said like they need you, right? Mm-hmm. But what would make them say or not make them say like, yo, why not hire somebody on my team to go out and do what you're doing? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I always wondered that too. <laughs> I mean, one builder did hit me up uh, back at the end of 2021 yeah, and was wondering if I would want to work exclusively with them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I said, no, I denied okay. the offer because, you know, I have over 600 builders on my buyers list, right? Oh, wow. Okay. And if I could work with, let's say 10 of those, mm-hmm. that's better than just working with one builder, right? So if mm-hmm. I could get one builder in Florida, one builder in North Carolina, one yeah. builder in New Mexico, mm-hmm. that's better than just being with one builder in Florida. You know, I have potentially could make more money working with multiple builders. Yeah, no facts. So that's why I do that. Okay, so you working all over the United States? Uh, not all over, but some of the major markets. Sometimes I switch it. Some depends on the year too. I mean, the season. Okay. So like in colder months, I would stay more so south mm. because they're not building really up north. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summertime, sometimes it'd be all over. Mm-hmm. Right. So it depends on the season as well. Okay. Okay. So are you ever getting involved in the land side of it, like building on the land, like purchasing a land for yourself when you get your bread? Yeah. So I own multiple lots myself uh, within this business. I was able to come across a lot of discounted land. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't started building yet as of yet. I'm working with this builder, you know, discussion, negotiating the numbers. But I'm honestly not in a rush to build because, mm. you know, builders usually make money when they build multiple lots. Okay. So like 10, 15, 20 lots to, you know, build a house on and sell. 
Yeah. So if you do one or two, you might not be that profitable. So right now I'm not really focused on that side yet, if that okay. makes sense. Okay. I'm more so focusing on building my brand, you know, going to these different podcasts, yeah, getting yeah, the yeah. message out of this land space. Okay. Okay. So what problem do you think you're solving in this business? Yeah. So in this business, uh, specifically with the land is a lot of sellers, right? They bought their land years ago. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are lazy. They don't want to pick up the phone, call yeah. the realtor, go through that whole process. Uh -huh. So with us being able to go direct to the seller and contact them, yeah, and you know provide that solution of selling, you know their lot or buying it from them, you know that's the service that we're providing. Mm -hmm. We're helping them, you know, doing the whole process. A lot of sellers that I work with, after we sign the contracts, you know, they don't. I I mean, I update them, but technically. They don't have to hear from me until they get the check. Okay. Right? So that's the service I believe we're we're providing mm. for them. Okay, okay. So with the sellers, right? Yes. I'm trying to get a better understanding of it. Mm -hmm. You you find a property is let's say they're selling it for ten thousand, right? Are you letting them know that hey, yo, I'm about to sell this. I'm getting your property, but I'm getting ready to sell it for forty thousand. How does that how, yeah. how does that conversation go? Yeah, I don't I don't tell them that. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, I ain't telling them that. Right. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have a little finesse, right? Uh, uh within the business. It. Okay. Uh I like to tell them, you know, we work with builders uh within this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we build multiple lots, uh, multiple houses in this area. Mm -hmm. We're looking to develop the community. And we seen that you had this vacant lot for X amount of years, mm -hmm. and we was just wondering if you would consider a cash offer for it. So these will be one of the statements that I use. Uh, each scenario is a little bit different, yeah. right? So I may say something different in different scenarios, but it all be within that one phrase. No, but that sounds good though. Yeah. You know, how do you come up with that script? That was that was you or you? No, I, I guess just being <laughs> in the game, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. had a lot of deals that I missed out on as okay. well. So you learn from your failures. I learned that some sellers, uh, they may not want to work with a company. Mm. So sometimes I may tell them, you know, I'm an investor or uh, my dad, you know, he was building first. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking to take on what he was doing. Okay. Things like that uh, to be more personal. Yeah. But then some people may like to work with a company. Yeah. So that's when I'll mention, you know, my company. And I don't say it as if I'm the the boss, because mm -hmm. I never want to position myself with the seller if I'm speaking to them mm -hmm. as I'm the authority. Mm -hmm. I always come off as I'm a worker, so I want to work with you. So if ah, they say, like, gems. listen, Elijah, I want 30000 for this lot, mm -hmm. but we really... Let's say we could do thirty five, but I want to get them a little bit lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would tell them, like, you know... Usually in this area, we buy lots for around 25, mm -hmm. but let me speak to my partner or my uh, boss mm. or my manager yeah, and yeah, see yeah. if I could get him at least to 30,000. Yeah. If I could do that, would you be willing to move forward with that today? And sometimes they'll be like, dang, you guys were originally paying 25, but you're trying to get me to 30. You're actually helping me make more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I position myself like that, they feel comfortable to work with me and my team. And that's how we make money. 
Okay, you ain't never had no call center experience. No, you ain't not. <laughs> I mean the the experience I had with Dan. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I used to get cursed out. People telling me f off and stuff like yeah. that. So I think I learned a lot from that experience, okay. which helped me now. So how often are you still dealing with like rejection? Oh, rejection all the time. Yeah, that's one thing I love about this business because uh -huh. it is a rejection business. You get okay. a thousand no's to get one or two yes. Mm. So you you just like every muscle, right? You as you get all them no's and you building up reps, you get comfortable with rejection. Mm -hmm. I actually tell my team, you wanna, I want you to get to twenty no's ah. because that means you're gonna get to at least two or three yes. Yeah, yeah that yeah. could potentially be a deal later down the road. Okay, twenty no's. Yeah, yes. twenty or more. Like if you could get to twenty or more no's, yeah. that means you're working. No, facts, facts. Mm -hmm. It's definitely um, mindset thing. You know what I'm saying? Because we're so the way school teaches you, right? You know, it just programs you to get the right answer. Sir, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So people are in fear of being told no, and mm -hmm. not realizing that rejection is a universal blessing just within itself. You see what I'm saying? Because now it's 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 directing you on the path to get that yes. But it's like we get so stagnant in our movement, we don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so what were you doing personally to kind of like get over that? Because you said you were an introvert. Yeah. So what were you doing in your personal life to to kind of build that up for you? Oh, uh, I was reading a lot, reading okay. a lot of books, and then just a lot of practice role playing. Mm -hmm. Like I love oh, role, role playing. playing. Okay, yeah, role who you playing. role playing with? My team, okay. my mom, anybody, okay. <laughs> girlfriends at the time, yeah, like yeah. anybody, I could, <laughs> you know, give a script to it and they could give me a like a different scenario mm -hmm. on uh, what a seller would say. So, mm. uh, doing a lot of that, practicing, yeah. a lot of reps, and that's about it. Yeah, okay, getting them reps in. YouTube as well, watching okay. other cold callers. YouTube you, University. You could right? go to YouTube mm -hmm. and look up cold calling for real estate. Mm. And that would teach you a lot on okay. the game. Yo, write that down. Go calling for real estate. I like that. Yep. All right. So why are you on the phone with the seller, right? Because I heard you say, you know, you don't ever want to position yourself as the boss. Why do you think you have to do that, though? Um, Because a lot of people like working and doing business that they could, you know, relate to mm -hmm. or... Yeah, relate to. So whenever I'm speaking to the seller, mm -hmm. I like to position myself as I'm working with you, mm -hmm. uh, not trying to work against you. Mm. So working with them and trying to get them the best price, but also us the best price, because I'd rather make 5000 on a deal than no deal because my ego wants to make 20000 Ah, right? okay, so okay. I like to work with the seller, and if I can make them happy, they also bring me referrals. Mm. So you might make five thousand on this deal, but that referral yeah. you might make twenty thousand on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I like to do. Okay, I like that, man. That man said the referrals. Yeah. How often are you getting that though? So I probably got around. I closed over two hundred plus deals. Probably got around like six referrals. Okay. But my six referrals, the lowest I probably made was ten thousand. So wow. everything, yeah, those usually be a great deals too. Okay. So you said you at you've done in total two hundred deals or yeah. just so how much deals like, are you normally closing in a month? So a month it ranges, right? So mm -hmm. I would say probably around four or five now. Okay. Uh it's been slowed down because I've been focused more so on my brand. Yeah. You know, content, things like that. But 
a lot of deals that I get now, I work with my students. Mm. So each month I post my builder's criteria, okay. the area that they're focusing on, mm-hmm. the prices that they're looking to buy in this area, mm-hmm. and how many lots they're looking to buy in this area. Okay. So a lot of my deals now come from joint ventures, working with people that I teach the game, and uh, we break bread together. Okay, okay. So you don't actually have to be in the piece to get a piece. Yeah. Because <laughs> me personally, like me being an introvert, I don't like being on the phone. I had to do it uh-huh. because I wanted to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm at that position where I could, you know, give others my criteria, teach yeah. others the game. They bring me deals because I already have the builders and buyers lined up mm-hmm. and then we can make money together. Okay. No, nah, that's smart, man. Yeah. So what do you think? Because people say, you know, I'm an introvert or, you know, you have the people that say I'm an extrovert. I believe I'm a ambivert. That's both. Mm-hmm. I don't, sometimes, you know, it's energy. You know, I don't, I don't really like to, I don't want to say the wrong word, but I don't like to with certain people either. You know what yeah. I'm Sometimes your energy speaks before you speak. You know what I mean? Yes, but sir. What do you think the introvert comes from with you though? Because do you think it's, it's, it's a, just a natural thing? Like you were born this way or did some type of event happen in your life that made you say, yo, I'm going to stay shy? Yeah. So I'm the only child. Okay. So I believe that plays a huge part. Um, Growing up, I was by myself a lot. You know, Mm. after school, I'll be by myself. I have my cousins come over on the weekends, but Monday through Friday, until my mom get home from work, Mm -hmm. I'm by myself. Yeah. So I actually enjoyed, I learned to enjoy being by myself Mm. and embracing that boredom of being by yourself. So a lot of times I could... You know, I'm in my head a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I have a whole conversation. Like, we was on live the other day. Yeah. And the whole time listening to music, passing by beautiful girls, I'm in my head just bobbing. You at Club Live. Yeah. (laughs) The littest club in Miami. And you... In my head, I'm seeing all these celebrities shining. I'm thinking about how I could make a million in a month. This is what's going on in my mind. I'm thinking like, damn, what I got to do? Yeah. You know, what I have to build, what I have to create yeah, yeah, yeah. to to live this lifestyle. So I like to be observant. Okay. Mm-hmm. This man at Club Live, think <laughs> about how he got to live. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling That's you. That's crazy. Okay, okay. So do you have any kids? No. Okay. Nope. You know, Not yet. <laughs> okay. Plow game good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because how old are you now? I'm 28. Okay, that's good, yes, man. Sir. Yeah, keep staying on that route. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For real. Because, you know, not to say kids is a bad thing. You know, I love mm-hmm. my kids, but they can definitely deter mm-hmm. and give things in the blur. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're trying to get to that paper. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I I saw you put up a post was saying, like, I don't want to misquote you, but I'm paraphrasing. You were saying something like you you kind of doing this for your kids, like your daughter or, or, or your son, right, mm-hmm. that you want to have. So do you think they would even, how would you get them to even want to do this though? Like, what do you think you would have to implement for them to even want to follow down your steps? Or do you even want them to do that? Uh, To be honest, I want my kids to do what they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. So that's where I have to grind Yeah. Uh, to create enough money, passive income, freedom, mm-hmm. so that they could do what they're passionate about. Because mm. growing up, my dad had his own business, Okay. right? So I seen him as my coach from soccer, basketball. He was at every single game. He Mm. was coaching most of those teams. Mm -hmm. So the freedom that he had 
to, you know, train me to yeah. be the best I could be in whatever I wanted to do, that's what I would want for my kids as well. Mm-hmm. Or and better. Yeah. So so you say you you would want them to be able to live out their passion, right? Yeah. Do you feel like you're doing that now or you're still on that quest? Still on the quest. I don't feel like real estate is my passion, mm-hmm. but I do love helping people. Like okay. I love being on a podcast with one of my students and they told me how they made 30000 a month or for what I taught them yeah. and how I changed their life. Okay. I love that. Okay. Uh, so maybe something within that is my passion, but I'm still trying to figure that still out to figure 100%. Out. Okay. So you you like the feeling that you get when you're serving? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So you ever thought about being like a pastor? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Okay. But okay. maybe some type of form of motivational speaking okay. within my uh, later years, uh, I could see that being something. Because that energy I got from that stage, yeah, yeah, you know, right that was surreal itself. So no, maybe facts, something facts. like that. Okay, okay. But how are you going to deal with that still feeling like you're an introvert? Or do you feel like you're an introvert still? Or I definitely feel like I got way better. Uh-huh. But anything great, you have to be uncomfortable at it first. Mm. So anything you start off, you're, you're going to be uncomfortable. And then the more times you do it, that's when you get comfortable. So yeah, yeah, like you said, with the fear and uh, courage, mm-hmm. yeah, public speaking is a fear. Yeah. But I still got on that stage and spoke. So the more times you do it, Mm-hmm. the more times you're going to get comfortable at doing it whatever you do no facts 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 okay okay so you're 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 getting the bread right as we see you know you know what i mean <laughs> do you think having the access to money is going to allow you to be able to figure out what your passion is oh of course of course uh the money gives you more freedom mm-hmm. depending on what you do with it yeah and I feel like eventually, you know, as I'm continuously grinding, mm-hmm. uh, things are going to align where I feel like I find that passion. Mm-hmm. You know, it might not be this year. It might not be five years down the road. Yeah. But eventually, if I find it, yeah. I feel like that's when I'm really going to take off, take off. Okay, okay. So before we wrap up, like, tell me some gray areas because, you know, it's the I talk gray. So I tell people all the time with me personally how I started podcasting. Cause I know you got your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. You're joint lit though, bro. I, I, I was watching some of your episodes. Good looking. You know what I'm saying? So the gray is basically letting people know that there's always more than one way to do things. It's like a loophole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you are trying to go this way, but it's being difficult, you could pivot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's where the gray area come from. Because me, like when I started my podcast, right? It was difficult for me to find guests. So I started to host red carpet events. Mm. I got the opportunity to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I got real popular from that. So that's where the gray come in. So tell me, what are some gray areas for you in this space, in the land flipping space? In the land flipping space, uh, I would say a gray area or a loophole mm-hmm. that I would did that I did that I feel like made me excel over my peers was yeah. the builders, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, they like to call, they'll call, text builders. Uh-huh. What I did was I sent them a priority mail of, you know, a rent, uh, 
letter written in the mail. Uh-huh. And I'll put like a ghost lot. Mm. What a ghost lot is like a lot that is a a lot that I don't have under contract yet, but yeah. I tell them that I have it under contract. I usually uh get a lot that is next to one that they're building on because mm-hmm. I know that they're gonna want it. Yeah. So now they call me up, and when they call me up, I just let them know, hey, uh TJ Builders, I'm sorry. I actually just, you know, sold this one mm-hmm. to a different builder, but mm-hmm. I come across these lots all the time. You know, if you could give me your criteria, you know, we could work together. Yeah. So those I like to find builders that nobody else can find. Mm. And that's one of the ways that I do it by sending them like personal, you know, priority yeah. mail. Because when they see that FedEx package, it yeah, is different yeah. than that little rectangle in mail in the direct yeah. mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That man stepped into the gray area. I yeah. like that. Okay, okay. Yo, bro, this was so awesome, man. You dropped so much jewels. I definitely got to go play this back and listen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Um, but where everybody can get like your course at? Yeah, so uh, my course is lanyourfirstdeal.org. Mm-hmm. And I do free classes every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. What? You, free classes? Free classes. Holy ish. Like literally given the game, there's people that made a lot of money from these free classes. Wow. So if you implement, if you take action on the knowledge I give you, mm-hmm. I can't guarantee you a deal, but I could guarantee you you'll get close to a deal and then eventually close a deal if you stick with it. Uh, but you could text uh, text land at 813-687-8867, and I'll send you over a link uh, for that free class so you can register. Oh, facts, man. We got to get that affiliate going, man. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to make it like gray, you know, so we can get all, all my followers to come and holler at you about that, man, because I'm definitely going to holler at you, too. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but do you do affiliates? Oh, uh, not yet. Okay, yeah, we got to get on that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I got to figure out how to work that. Yeah, yeah, because it's a great way to bring value to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My followers will actually need and hear, not need, but will be able to hear the value that you're bringing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to basically profit off of that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It works for everybody. In exchange, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. feel, because I'm actually making great money uh, monthly off of affiliates working with okay. other people's programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I promote because I do a lot of money on marketing. Okay, you know, no spending. facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it with um, Jeff and them. You know what I'm saying? The land. Okay. Yeah, 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 man. Because yo, <clears throat> the value is there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But let everybody know where they can find you at. Yeah, so you could find me at on Facebook Elijah Bryant, and on Instagram Thy Book of Eli. So not the Book of Eli, T H Y Book of Eli, and follow me. Okay, okay. Did, did, did you did you ever get um anybody ever try to create another page of you? With the oh, a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I got a thousand fake pages right now, but you know yeah. I do have the blue check, so that's how you know that you're speaking to me and only hey, me. Hey, a flex. That man got the blue <laughs> check. You know what I'm saying? That's but that's true. when you know you made it, though, is when somebody made a fake page of you. You right. know you made it. You know you're there if somebody put all that energy. Yeah. Into trying to be you. It's crazy because I have like what six hundred uh, posts on Instagram. Yeah, and somebody really went down and basically copied the whole format. I'm like, That's crazy. I had to take you hours, days yeah. to do this just to try to scam somebody. So 
I guess that's where I really felt it. Like, damn, I'm actually really making some moves happen. Yeah, because it's like the effort and the energy that you had to put into that. Right. You could have just leveled up. <laughs> right. You could have flipped leg yeah, and not have to do that. <laughs> like, facts. Like, why? Yo, people out here is so crazy, bro. Yeah. But, man, this was love. You know what I'm saying? We definitely we might have to get a part two. You know what I mean? We'll dive a little bit more into the details. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was, it was awesome having you on, brother. I'm glad you came down here from yeah. Tampa. And this was a great podcast. You know, I'll be watching yours as well. So, Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. And networking with you at the event, you could yeah, tell yeah. you're a genuine guy. So I, I'm honored to be up here. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams. I talk great. And we out of here. Yeah. Yes, sir.